Love Talk Radio. She is the glory of the stars. She is the lover of the human heart. The universe is in his hands. Next to him, none will stand. Behold our God.
Peace be unto you from Father God and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. That we come humbly tonight to serve the Lord God and that we be grateful that we have made it through a another week and that we're grateful that we can come to a place of, of refuge, a place to come together as brothers and sisters in Christ, and the Lord is with us. As two or three gather together in my name, the Lord said, I will be there also. Praise his name. And as we start this night, uh, brothers and sisters, and know that uh, um, that we start with heavy hearts uh, for the people in France, that we preach a message of peace and reconciliation with God and to love others. And there's a group out there that say in some kind of name of religion that they go out and kill people and blow up people. God have mercy. They say they serve a God, but they are serving the devil. Because the Lord Jesus said, the enemy comes but to kill still in the shore. But I have come to give life in light in abundance. Life in abundance. As we uh, uh, come together and we welcome all uh, from blog talk and from uh, the phone calls and, and on the chat room there, and whatever way God has, people come together to uh, hear the Lord's hour that we welcome you all and say, praise God, that the Lord is watching over us, that we're under the shadow of the mighty wings of God. But we need to pray for those in uh, uh, Paris, France. Amen. So let's go to the Lord in prayer, brothers and sisters. Father, we just praise you and thank you for this night. We thank you for your love, uh, mercy, and grace. Lord, you said in these times that there would be uh, uh, terrorists and things of this nature in the days we're living as chaos is breaking forth in this world and Lord that we know you're in total control and father that we understand that all these things must come about and that the prophetic word of God will come to pass and Lord that the the life of evil and sin will affect and Lord it will even affect the innocent and Lord we just pray for your mercy and grace we pray for your comfort for those that are uh, uh, injured and those of us lost family members in life. Father God, we just pray in the name of Jesus tonight that we share a message of hope. We share a message of peace. That we share a message that God loves and that, Lord, it's about loving one another, not hating people and doing evil things. Father, we just thank you for this night and we pray against that enemy. We pray against that liar, that thief, that, that the one who brings death and murder and terror and all that. We pray against him in the name of Jesus, the one who brings life and life more, everlasting life. And we thank you, Lord, that you are with us. And we pray and apply the blood of Jesus over the Lord's hour and over our brothers, sisters, hearts and minds, and all who are seeking for truth. All that are lonely and scared and, and wondering, what, 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 what can I do? You come to the right place because we share the message of hope. We share the good news that Jesus can save you. Jesus can deliver you and heal you. 
We just thank you and praise you for this night. And, Lord, that we be guided by the Holy Spirit and let the anointing flow. And we give you all the glory and praise and thank you. We thank you for your mighty angels watching over us. We thank you for all that you are, Lord, and for the living word of God come alive by the revelation of the spirit of the living God. Bring it forth, Lord. We need to hear the truth so much more these days. These days. These last days. And we give all the glory and praise in the name of Jesus. For your name is holy. Hallelujah.
protection and guidance of the Roha Kadesh, Holy Spirit, is this Gentile Texas man able to do this? Amen? But as believers, we are neither Jew or Gentile. We are the family of God. One of the Hebrew words you will learn is who you are, the Kotashim, the chosen ones. Amen. So here we go. The presence of the Lord was so powerful as I typed it. And he will continue his presence tonight as each of you listen with your heart. Baruch, each one of you, be blessed by the words of Yeshua HaMashiach. Amen? Kodash, Kodash, Kodash. Holy, holy, holy. Adonai, O Lord. Elohim, our God, Tis Devot, Lord of hosts, Baruch to each of you in the name of Yeshua Jesus. Be blessed, Koshin, you chosen ones of Elohim, our Father. Adonai, Abba Father, you who have given your life, your hope, your heart to Yeshua, Hamashiach, Jesus the Messiah, for Israel and for the world. Hallelujah! Praise his wonderful name, brothers and sisters. The Lord spoke a word of revelation to Sis Janet or House Mama 57. Praise God for the women of God. Listening to the Lord and worshiping and honoring him. And he brings revelation to men and women. Amen. Hallelujah. In Christ. In Christ and then in Christ. And she shared the, uh, the word to me that the Lord told her. Amen? Just one word. Just one word. But one word from God can be very powerful and needed for his church. You have something? Okay. How about you? <laughs> Sometimes, yeah, okay. It's, okay. Uh, his church, his bride, his Kodashim, chosen one. That word was Kodah. And the, and the Hebrew word is Kodash. The word Kodah is a Japanese origin. This word means gateway. Hallelujah. Yeshua, Jesus, is the gate. Amen. Look at the word of God. This section of the word of God spoken by the living word of God, Yeshua, Jesus. The Lord Jesus led me to the Amplified Version of the Bible. This translation tells and shows what the Lord, Yeshua, Jesus, is doing, what he has done, and what he has done for us. Amen? The John 10, you have your Bibles, or your Bible Gateway, or Bible Hub, or whatever on your computers. John 10, verses 1 through 18, the parable of the good shepherd. Our shepherd is good, amen? Our shepherd is great, too. I assure you, and most solemnly say to you, he who does not enter by the door into the sheepfold, but climbs up from some other place on the stone wall, that is, is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep, the protector, the provider. And the doorkeeper, the doorkeeper opens the gate for this man, and the sheep hear his voice, and pay attention to it. And knowing that they listen, he calls his own sheep by name 
walks on ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice and recognize his call. They will never follow a stranger. Listen to that well. They will never follow a stranger, but will run away from him. Oh, that's a good message there this day and time with so many false prophets out there and false uh, ministers or whatever you want to call them, uh, ministers of the angel of light. Because, 18, because they do not know the voice, because they do not know the voice of strangers. Verse 6, Jesus used this figure of speech with them, but they did not understand what he was talking about. You would think these people in this day and time would understand what a shepherd and sheep and all that means. But anyway, verse 7, so Jesus said again, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, I am the door for the sheep. Lead it, I praise his name. All who come before me as false messiahs and self-appointed leaders. Does that sound familiar? Thieves and robbers, but the true sheep did not hear them. I am the door. Anyone who enters through me will be saved and will live forever. His mercy endures forever and ever. Praise his name. And will go in and out freely and find pasture, spiritual security. Well, praise his name for that. Amen. The thief comes only in order to steal and kill and destroy. And we're seeing that. God have mercy. I came that they might, they may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows, praise his name. Verse 11. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his own life for the sheep. But the hired man who merely serves for wages and God have mercy, we have a few of those out there, who is neither the shepherd nor the owner of the sheep. When he sees the wolf coming, deserts the flock, and runs away. And the wolf snatches the sheep and scatters them. The man runs because he is hired hand, who serves only for wages, and is not concerned about the safety of the sheep. I am the good shepherd, and I know without any doubt those who are my own. And my own know me and have a deep personal relationship with me. Do you hear that word? A personal, a deep personal relationship with him. Even as the Father knows me, I know the Father and lay down my very own life, sacrificing it for the benefit of the sheep. I have other sheep besides thee. Oh, praise God. Here he is talking about us, brothers and sisters. Glory to his name. They are not of this fold. I must bring those also, and they will listen to my voice and pay attention to my call, and they will become one flock with one shepherd. Praise his name. 17. For this reason, the Father loves me, because I lay down my own life, 
so that I may take it back. No one takes it away from me, but I lay it down voluntarily. I am authorized and have the power to lay it down and to take it and to give it up. I am authorized and have the power to take it back. This command I have received from my Father. Do you hear the authority and power of our Lord Jesus, the King of glory? How clear this shows us who Yeshua Jesus is. Amen. The first point I want to make is about the doorkeeper in verse 3. Doorkeeper. The shepherds hired assistants who guarded the sheep at night when they were inside the stone enclosure. This is what we have been called to do, brothers and sisters. Servants of the Lord have been called to uh, we've been called to guard and watch over the sheep of his pastor right now in the night or darkness of this world that we pray and watch like the Lord told us because he knew how dark it would get in these days. And you can see how dark it's getting with crazy stuff that's going on now. That we stay vigilant and awake for the sheep. Remember what the Lord told Peter? Peter, do you love me? Feed my lamb. Peter, do you love me? Feed my sheep. Peter, do you love me? Pastor, when the Lord repeats things, he wants us to learn and know them. Amen? So as as, so as, as servants of God are to share and teach in God the sheep of our great shepherd, Yeshua Jesus, amen. The second point in verse 7, the word of the Lord. I am the door for the sheep. Yeshua Jesus is the door of the sheep. When you study about this, you look at the Hebrew history and about shepherding, you will understand this more. The shepherd would put his sheep into the sheepfold for the night time. He would lay down at the opening of the sheepfold and protect and watch over the sheep. So what Yeshua is saying in this verse is this, that I am Yahweh, oh God Almighty, is watching over you when you are in his sheepfold. When you are in the, his hedge of protection, Yeshua, Jesus, is telling the disciples and the Jews that he is the great shepherd in Yahweh, God Almighty. He is the only door. He's the only gate that anyone can come through to come to Abba Father, Yahweh. Yahweh is another one. Yahweh, Adonai, Elohim. Amen. Hallelujah. The third point is in verse 11. Again, I am a good shepherd. I am the excuse me. I am good shepherd. In the in the book of John, this chapter, Jesus says he is I am. Two places in this chapter. We have looked at this first and the second he says, I am the great I mean the good shepherd. Again he is saying, Yahweh, good shepherd, a shepherd who loves you, a shepherd who's willing to lay down his life for his sheep. Amen. He watches over his sheep of his pastor. He has doorkeepers. He has servants that watch and tend to his sheep by his guidance and always presence to teach us and guide us and lead us and keep us out of trouble. He is all wise and righteous, great shepherd. 
the good shepherd will pursue the lost sheep. He will rescue and deliver the sheep in trouble, and he will deliver them, and he will deliver them too. Amen? Now, let's look at this powerful point about Yeshua, Jesus, saying that, that he is I am. Look at John 6, verse 35. John 6, verse 35, amplified. It's okay. Again, reading from Amplified, as the Ruha Kadesh leads us. Amen? The mighty, holy, yeah, John 6.35. Mighty, holy, who, the mighty, holy spirit who leads us into all truth. Amen? 35. John, Jesus replied to them, I am the bread of life. The one who comes to me will never be hungry, and the one who believes in me as Savior will never be thirsty, for that one will be sustained spiritually. The reference that Yeshua, Jesus, I am the bread of life, listen to this this powerful point. Amen? Jesus used the words, I am, over 20 times in this gospel, especially the memorial are the places where I am is followed by a metaphor that declares his deity in his relationship to mankind as Savior. This is the first of seven such references. You can, no, you don't have to uh, look these up, baby. C8, 12, he says, I am li- uh, the light of the world. John 10, 9, we have read that he is the door. I am the door. John 10, 11, I am the good shepherd. John 11, he says, I am the resurrection and life, praise his name. John 14, 6, I am that way, that truth and life. In John 15, 5, I am the vine, hallelujah. He's telling, he was trying to tell the people they were supposed to know, the Jews, the Israelites, I am the same I am that talked to Moses. I am the same I am that was with Abraham. Isaac and Jacob, with all the prophets of God, the great I am has come into flesh, praise God. And he identifies and witness to mankind. Hallelujah. Through his son, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeshua. Praise the name. Hallelujah. Jesus is so much to us. We are so needy. We just made a mess of our life without him. Look at dying world. Look at the lost, at the lost and sinners. Without Jesus, there is death. Without Jesus, there's hurt and bitterness. Without Jesus, there is division and loneliness. Without Jesus, there's no peace or hope. Without Jesus, there is darkness and no light. Without Jesus, there is no way to heaven. Without Jesus, there is no eternal life. Without Jesus, you hunger and thirst. Without Jesus, there's no love. Thank you. Yeshua, Jesus, for who you are to each of us, Adonai, Elohim, Yeshua, Hamashiach, glory to your name. Hallelujah. All praising, brothers and sisters. You understand who Jesus is? All praise is one of the names. Praise is one of the names. He is the son of the living God. Hallelujah. He is the lamb of God. Praise his name. He is the resurrection life. Praise his name. Have to share these two other scriptures from this chapter as the Ruha Kadesh, the mighty Holy Spirit leads. Amen. Amplified again. 
John 6, 36 and 37. But as I told you, you have seen me, and you still do not believe. All that my Father gives me will all that my Father gives me will come to me. The one who comes to me, I will most certainly not cast out. I will never, never reject one who follows me. Do you hear that? Praise his name. Follow Jesus. What does follow mean? Listen to this. To go or come after. Move behind in the same direction. To accept as guide or leader. Accept the authority of a, uh, or give allegiance to definition of one of God's word. Just one word again, amen. To conform, comply with, or act in accordance with, obey. Another powerful word. Another powerful word that seems like a lot of people seem like they've forgotten. God have mercy. Uh, you know, brothers and sisters, I work in a retail establishment, and God have mercy to see the people's lives focused on all this about the sales and about the holidays and about everything but God. All focus on about uh, all the family activities and all everything else going on about entertainment and parties and all. And God have mercy. In the days we're living and they're focused on things like that, and then you see this kind of stuff happening in Paris, your life could be gone in an instant. The main thing of nowadays, in these last days, is be sure you're right with God. You don't want to be on God's wrong side. You want to be on God's right side. And the right hand of God is who? Jesus, Yeshua, Hamashiach. Hallelujah. You have to have him in your heart. Glory to God. Oh, praise his name. This is what follow I mean uh, this is what follow means. This is what we are supposed to do be doing today. It is a it is it is a one time it is not a one time prayer or a one time saying, I follow Jesus and go back to your life of sin and flesh. Oh no, brothers and sisters. This means to keep following, keep serving. Keep obeying him in your life and with your life. Amen. God knows each one of us better than our own self. We might think we know ourselves or know best, but the big but be a that be a big mistake. The word of God says, Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from me. This is a heart matter. There has to be a change. You cannot be the same. You cannot go back to what you were if you want to follow Yeshua, Jesus. God looks at the heart, and he knows each of ours very well. He knows who has a heart toward him, and he knows who doesn't. You can't hide your heart. Even your own lips will reveal who you are. Yeshua, Jesus said, out of the abundance of the heart thy mouth speaketh. So for so much as a time is this, for a day, for the night, is the time of salvation. So make sure you are following Yeshua, Jesus. The Bible
the son of the living God, Yahweh. Amen? Just a second, brothers and sisters. I need to... Thank you. Oh. Just a second, brothers and sisters. I need to fix something that's important. I've fixed it now. Thank you. All right, brothers, we'll move on. Being is in Hebrew means son. Being, I mean, being means son. We have uh, searched and studied about the gateway, the door, as Yeshua, Jesus, Yeshua Hamashiach says he is. Amen. Now, we will look at the word Kodash, which means holy. Amen. What does Kodash mean? Holy. Set apart from this world and brought close to God to love, obey, and serve him only. Amen? So humbly, humbly, brothers and sisters, Kodash Kodashim, you are a holy chosen one of Yahweh, God the Father. Realize who you are and live like it. Don't let the liar, a deceiver, Satan, mislead you or keep you from knowing who you are in Yeshua HaMashiach. the living God, you are special, so loved. You who believe in him, who love him and follow him daily. You who hear the Holy Spirit and listen to the truth and honor and respect Jesus the Christ, God's only son, that you who believe him and his word, that you put your life and hope all in his hands. You will be blessed. You will be lifted up by God the Father. You will be honored by the Lord of hope because you love and trust him. Amen. This message has been so anointed. As I was typing this and see the word that the Holy Spirit was revealing, I am overwhelmed. What a loving, awesome God we love and serve. Amen. Now, let's look at this Kodash, the Hebrew word, which the Lord wants us to learn now. Amen? Go to Exodus, and we'll get a drink here. Exodus chapter 3, verse 5. Mm, I don't think so. I think it's, uh, it, uh, it's uh, uh, these are, uh, well, you can do it in uh, Geneva. Uh, three, chapter 3, verse 5. Three five, and he said, "Draw not nigh hither; put off thy shoes from thy feet, for the place wherein thou standest is holy ground, where Yahweh God is holy ground." When we minister, me and Sister, we respect the presence of Yeshua Jesus by His Roha Kadesh Holy Spirit. We take off our shoes. For the ground where we minister from is holy ground. For where the Lord is, is holy. Amen. Exodus 15, verse 13. Oh, praise your name, your presence, O oh Lord. Let your Holy Spirit, let the anointing flow. Touch the people's lives and hearts. Yes, Lord. Touch the people's life and hearts. Open your heart, brothers and sisters, the Lord says. Open your hearts to the truth of God's word. Open your hearts to his mighty Holy Spirit as he wants to minister and teach his people tonight. Hear the voice of the Lord. 
as he's speaking to you. Hear the voice of your shepherd. You are the sheep of his pasture. You know his voice. It's like Sister Brenda's been saying, a still small voice is sound like a trumpet these days because God is trying to get attention of his people all over the world. That it's time to be ready. It's time to get right with God. It's time to serve the Lord. It's time to repent and turn away from your evil ways and turn back to the living God. Amen? Exodus fifteen thirteen, Thou in thy mercy hast led forth the people which thou hast redeemed. Praise his name. He redeemed us too. Thou hast guided them in thy strength unto the holy habitation. Praise his name. A holy habitation. Thank you, Lord. You have made us a holy habitation. Oh, yes. You have made us the temple of the living God. Your Holy Spirit lives in us. You live in us, Lord. Praise you, Kodesh. Kodesh, holy name. Exodus 19, verse 6. There could be a lot of scripture, my darling. A lot of scripture. Oh, yes, the Lord wants us to learn. Exodus 19, verse 6. And ye shall be unto me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are words where thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel. Us too, brothers and sisters. Us too. Go to Revelation 1, praise his name. Revelation 1, glory to his name. Revelation 1, verses 5 and 6. These are the words of the glorified Yeshua HaMashiach. And from Jesus Christ, which is a faithful witness, begotten of the dead, and that prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us, loved us, and washed us, hallelujah, from our sins in his blood, hallelujah. Now listen to verse 6. And made us kings and priests unto God, even his father. To him, I say, be glory and dominion forevermore. Amen. Glory, hallelujah, to our great God and king, Yeshua Jesus, praise his name. Get excited about Jesus tonight. Woo, glory. Deuteronomy, hallelujah. Word is truth, Lord. It's like fire in our bones, oh Lord. Let the word of God just go through the people, Father. Change their life that they'll never be the same. Hallelujah. Oh Lord, when you show up, when you come face to face with the resurrected Lord, you will be changed. You will be changed. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 6. Oh, mm, his presence is so powerful tonight. Oh, he wants you to he wants you to know it loud and clear. Hallelujah. For thou art a holy people unto the Lord thy God. The Lord thy God has chosen thee to be a special people unto himself, above all people that are upon the face of the Lord, of the earth. Hallelujah. We have been grafted in to the true vine of God, Yeshua Jesus. As he said, I am the vine. You are the branches. You can do nothing without the true vine giving you life. Amen. Deuteronomy 14, verse Deuteronomy 14, verse 2. For thou 
are a holy people unto the Lord thy God. And the Lord has chosen thee to be a peculiar people unto himself. Above all the nations that are upon the earth, peculiar, that means you're supposed to be different. That you're not supposed to be like the world. You're not supposed to be like what everybody else of this world is. You are supposed to be different. You're supposed to be a light shining in the darkness. You're supposed to be a righteous and a holy person, and that means not self-righteousness. That means set apart from this world and focus on the things of God in living that way. Don't get caught up in all this uh, uh, this whole holiday stuff. Don't get caught up in all this retail stuff. Keep your eyes focused on Jesus. Don't be distracted by the things of this world. Things that all burn up one of these days. All this temporal world will burn up by the word of the Lord. Go to Deuteronomy 23, verse 14. Praise his noble name. All glory to Jesus. Yeshua HaMashiach. Deuteronomy 23, verse 14. You're welcome. For the Lord thy God walketh in the midst of thy camp to deliver thee and to give up thine enemies before thee. Therefore shall thy camp be holy. Is the Lord's hour? Is this holy ground, brothers and sisters? Is it holy? Does Jesus make this place holy? Does Jesus make the temple of the living God holy? Does his spirit make us holy? Yes. Yes, by the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. He walks among us. He talks to us. Amen. Hallelujah. That he see no unclean thing in thee. Uh-oh. And turn away from thee. You hear that? Uh-oh. You have something unclean in you that's not repented of. That's when he turns away. If it's a lifestyle that this, uh, keeps pr- uh, pulling you away from him, uh, it's mainly, I think, there is more that and this is in the, uh, uh, what's the Israelites in the Old Testament, but God really never goes anywhere it does that pull away from him. That is why we are here, I mean, we here to repent every day, repent daily, to stay kodash, holy. Set apart to have a personal relationship with him and be able to stay close to him. Just like when Yahweh God the Father had to close the canopy of heaven when his son was covered with our sin. Not his, but ours. We put Christ on that cross. It was our sin, our flesh, our way that put him there. Did it willingly. He laid down his life for us. Because he loves us. He has always loved us. Never wanting any to perish. His life, his blood was poured out to cover all our sins forever. We who have expected this love, we who have accepted, excuse me, we who have accepted this loving act in gift of grace and mercy are washed whiter than snow. Amen. Amen and amen. Deuteronomy 28, verse 9. Oh, praise your name, Lord. Your word is awesome. Your word is truth. 
And Lord, by your spirit, you bring it alive and touch your people's lives. Hallelujah. This is not this uh, ink and paper. No, not with the power of the Holy Spirit. It comes alive and changes lives. God's word does not come back void. When God's word goes out, something's going to happen. The Lord shall establish thee and a holy people unto himself as he has sworn unto thee. If thou shalt keep the commandments of thy Lord, of the excuse me, of the Lord thy God, and walk in His ways. Well, there it is. God establishes how it's got to be. It's not choosing your own way to do it. It's not choosing man's way of doing it. It's got to be God's way of doing it. A holy people. God calls you a holy people. His word for you tonight to be encouraged. Quick. Listening, I mean, quit listening to the lies of the devil in men that tell you that you are a dirty, rotten old sinner. This is a lie. Yes, we do sin and stumble sometimes because of the flesh we, we have still. But you are not controlled anymore by the devil, the darkness, the sin, and the flesh. You have a new master and king. He is Yeshua, Jesus, king of kings and Lord of lords. Live like you are a son or daughter of God. Amen? Again, when the test... Oh, amen. Remind him of his future. It's a place the Lord's been talking about and that he puts on me when I even speak about it. Unquenchable fire. The lake of fire that keeps burning, burning, and burning, and far as I know, never goes out. God have mercy. Again, when the tus evotes, the Lord of hosts shows up. It is holy ground. Amen. Joshua. Hallelujah. My, nun, my name, my, my son's namesake, named after this great man of God. Joshua 5.15. And the captain of the Lord of hosts said unto Joshua, Loose thy shoe from thy off thy foot, for the place where thou standest is holy. And Joshua did so. As Moses and as Joshua did, we should too. When the Lord shows up, take off your shoes, kneel and worship him. For where he is, this is holy ground. Amen. The next scripture, the next scripture is warning and a call to all you lukewarm backsliders following your flesh, worshiping false idols of men and religions. Joshua 24, 19-24, amen? And Joshua said on the people, You cannot serve the Lord, for he is a holy God. He is a jealous God. He will not pardon your iniquity nor your sins. If you forsake the Lord and serve strange gods, then he will return and bring evil upon you and consume you after that he had done you good. And the people said unto Joshua, Oh, nay, but we will serve the Lord. And Joshua said unto the people, Ye are witnesses against yourselves that ye have chosen, ye, um, chosen you, the Lord, to serve him, 
and they said, we are witnesses. Then put away now, he said, the strange gods which are among you, and bow your hearts unto the Lord God of Israel. And the people said unto Joshua, the Lord our God we will serve, and his voice we will obey. Listen to the words that God told Joshua to tell the people. And he's speaking to us today too. Turn from your strange gods and idols. Turn to the everlasting God. Obey and follow him. Amen. 1 Samuel 2, verse 2. There is none holy as the Lord, for there is none beside thee, neither is there any rock like our God. None, I repeat, none is as holy as as the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. First Chronicles. Chronicles 16 verse 10. Glory is his holy name. Let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. Hallelujah. His name is holy. Let the heart of them that seek the Lord do what? What does it say people who seek the Lord? Anyone, was anybody listening? Amen. Rejoice again. Again, I say rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Rejoicing, rejoicing, rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Amen. Hallelujah. The word of the Lord. A praise song from his word. This one word almost. <laughs> I mean, the Lord is getting powerful. This one word and how powerful they are to us. Amen. Oh, glory to his wonderful name. Halfway, baby. First Chronicles 22.19. First Chronicles 22.19. Now set your heart and your soul to seek the Lord your God. Arise, therefore, and build ye the sanctuary of the Lord God, to bring the ark of the covenant of the Lord and his holy vessel of God into the house that is built to the name of the Lord. As David built a place for our holy God, a place for his presence, the holy of holies, the ark of the covenant, now we are the holy temple of our God. Oh, look at this. This is different. This ain't brick and mortar no more, brothers and sisters. It ain't these church buildings out there with signs in front of them. Oh, no, no. The true church is people. Amen? We are the living, holy, honored vessels of God. Can you hear what the Lord is saying to you tonight? You are very special to the Lord God. Amen? Go to 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 16 through 18. And the word of God will testify who you are. And what agreement had the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell among them and walk there. And I will be their God and they shall be my people. Praise his name. Wherefore, cut out from among them and separate yourselves, says the Lord. Touch not unclean things, and I will receive you, and I will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons. 
morning. Hallelujah. Woo! Man, the Lord is speaking tonight. Amen. Can I get an amen out there? Praise his name. Hallelujah. You see, brothers and sisters, you are to separate yourself. Set apart for the Lord God. Kodash for Adonai Elohim. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He is getting closer and closer to come for his beloved bride. There is fire in my fingers that I type this. His spirit, his Ruhah Kadesh, so well, so present. He is revealing more and more to us who are truly listening, watching and praying. Be obedient. Doing what Yahweh Father has told us to do. Amen. Oh, glory to his name. Hallelujah. Go to Nehemiah. Praise his name. And you get the Bible to her, baby. Nehemiah, <laughs> Nehemiah, Nehemiah, uh, verse 8, <laughs> verse 10. Hey, this Brenda's learning the Bible. Yeah, chapter 8, verse 10. Hallelujah. Then he said unto them, Go your way, eat the fat, and drink the sweet, and send portions unto them from whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy unto the Lord. Neither be ye sorry, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Amen. Know this, brothers and sisters. The joy of the Lord is our strength. What is the joy, Lord? The joy is knowing that you're saved. The joy of the Lord is to know you have peace in the midst of all that's going on in this. Uh, down here in, in, in Fort Worth, Texas here, last week, we had a storm come up. And and just start, and and just like Jesus was in uh in in the boat in the Sea of Galilee with the storm raging, he was asleep. He was at peace. Well, me and Sister Brenda, we slept right through it. We get up and we hear about there's hail and tornadoes, and we didn't bother us. Yeah, a building lost its roof and hail, and all kinds of things was going on and. Oh, yes, uh, that's true, brothers, about uh, me. Oh, yeah, and God delivered me as, uh, I don't know, I know it's like this uh, sister area, I don't know how many of us are, 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 are uh, coming to uh, Minister Paul now, has a church online on Wednesdays. Uh, it's called End Time Remnant Church. But he was talking about the fear. Brothers, sisters, I used to fear tremendously because as a young person, as a child, in teen, I was, I've been in many storms. I've been through like uh, 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 two tornadoes and two hurricanes. So I, I feared the weather tremendously, but now it doesn't bother me at all because I know who's control. But I used to I used to run and panic when the sirens go off, the clouds get black. But now, yeah, and the weather channel, yeah, I, I would almost be worshiping the weather, uh, weather, weather channel. God, I mean, I, I'm I'm intrigued by the weather. And it, it's amazing now. I mean, uh, I look at updates. We have a a, a person we look, check out. Uh, he keeps up pretty good. A couple of them that do a real good job with YouTube's uh, the Angel of Apocalypse, the Angel of Apocalypse, and he has parts. I started watching him at part 64. Do you know where we're at now, brother sister? As he has these parts, like every two or three days, we're at part 120 of the last days. Is what he calls it, or the end times. Uh, it's, it's amazing. 
is the things that are happening all over this world. It's unbelievable at the rate and the force and the power of the things that are happening in nature. And we have a peace that's past understanding. Amen. That's the main, yes, what, what she was saying. But that's part of our joy. Part of our joy is peace. Part of our joy is hope. Part of our joy is uh, eternal life. Uh, this, this, I mean, there's so many things that can bring joy. I mean, we're supposed to rejoice. And, and God wants his people to be uh, excited and, and, and joyful. Amen. All right, let's go to Psalms 3, verse 4. Psalms 3, verse 4. I cried unto the Lord with my voice, and he heard me out of his holy hill. Hallelujah. God has a holy hill. Amen. Psalms 11, verse 4. The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes behold, his eyelids try the children of men. For us, brothers and sisters, where is his holy temple now? Is it a grand building? Is it a church building? Is it a temple built by hands of man? No, it is you, the church. Oh, amen. It's a great body, but it's not a a building. The living body of Jesus. Amen. The body of Christ. Hallelujah. We're in this world, but we're not of this world. We have been delivered from the world, the Lord has told us. Amen? That we are ambassadors for the kingdom of God. We are ambassadors for Christ. Amen? That we are to represent and we are to share the good things of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Psalms 20, verse 6. Psalms 20, verse 6. Now know I, the Lord, saveth his anointed. Hold, praise his name. He will hear from his holy heaven with the saving strength of his right hand. Hallelujah. Amen. His holy heaven. And who's at the right hand of God the Father? Yahweh. Yeshua. Jesus. Yeshua HaMashiach. Hallelujah. Psalms 43, verse 3. Psalms 43, verse 3. O send out thy light and thy truth. Lead, let them, I mean, let them lead thee. Let them bring me unto thy holy hill and unto thy tabernacle. Oh, yes, we cry and pray this word, Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Psalm 65, verse 4. Psalm 65, verse 4. Blessed is a man who thou choosest and causest to approach unto thee, that they may dwell in thy courts. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of thy house, even of thy holy temple. Amen. He dwells in his holy temple, and we want to go to his holy temple in heaven. Amen. Psalm 68, verse 5. Oh, praise his name. This is a powerful one for people with broken families. 
and lives. Psalm 68.5 A father of the fatherless and the judge of the widows is God in his holy habitation. What great love God has for the lost and hurting. Ones that, the ones that mourn and the ones that are alone from his holy habitation. Songs 98 verse 1. Songs 98 verse 1. Oh, sing unto the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand, his holy arm, hallelujah, has gotten him the victory. His arm is holy too, amen. Praise God. Remember that arm that stretched out for Peter was thinking, Lord, save me. Lord, save me. What did Jesus do? He put out his hand and he pulled Peter up out of that, that uh, out of the Sea of Galilee. And I can tell you, he can pull you out of anything that's going on in your life. Just reach out and see the nail-scarred hand of Jesus. He will save you. He will deliver you. He will heal you. Cry out to him. Anyone that is under conviction, anyone that is hurting, anyone that's alone, Jesus is the answer, not drugs. Not, not 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 alcohol, not sex, not not power, not money. No, only Jesus. All these other things will not satisfy you. They will make you want more and more and more, and you'll never be satisfied. That that that's the that's the uh, uh, that's the cuspus of sin. That that's the end part of sin. Sin. I mean, sin will be pleasure for a season, but it will lead to death. Because what it does is keep that you want more and more and more until it will destroy the temple of God that God made you. It will destroy your body and your mind. It will destroy lives. It will destroy your family. Anything that you abuse that's not of God, it will destroy you. That's by the word of the Lord. The end of sin is death. It's not just regular death. It's eternal death. Get that one in your mind. Get that one in your heart. Think about that. We're here with time. We have a clock, and the time goes by. But God talks about there's an eternity. And eternity goes on forever, forever, forever. And no end, for I know, based on what I know, by the word of the Lord, there's no ending to our God. He's mighty. And a lot of people have forgot how mighty he is. And how holy he is, how righteous he is, how they just flippantly uh, curse his name or flippantly shake their fists at him or flippantly say, oh, he don't exist. My God, have mercy, because there's a day coming that they will know. God, have mercy. You want to meet him as Savior and Lord now. You don't want to meet him as judge and king. God, have mercy. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Song, tell them, yes, Lord. Tell them, he says. Tell them. Song 99, verse uh, 99, verse 3. Let them praise thy great and terrible name, for it is holy. Know your God. He is holy. He is righteous. Very powerful. We are very small, like grasshoppers before him. Worship and honor him, for he is worthy. Songs 106, verse 47. Songs 106, verse 47. 
Save us, O Lord, our God, and gather us among the heathen to give thanks unto thy holy name and to triumph in thy praise. Yes, Lord, we cry out to you. Gather us from the heathen and unto you. Amen. Why is the name of the Lord holy and, and reverend? The word of God will tell you. Psalms 111, verse 9. This is the reason why the Lord, the name is holy and revered. Excuse me, revered. He sent redemption unto his people. He has commanded his covenant forever. Holy and revered is his name. Reverend is his name. Amen. Hallelujah. He commanded his covenant to his people forever. Praise God. How did he seal his covenant? How did he seal his covenant? He sealed it with his son's blood. Jesus, Yeshua, HaMashiach. His own son's blood, the covenant of God Almighty, is sealed to us. Oh, what a mighty God we serve. Never doubt it for a minute. Never doubt our God. Never doubt. Never unbelieve our God. Believe in him. Have faith. Proverbs 9, verse 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Well, that tells me a lot of what's going on in the world and, and what I see every day, for sure. Because without the fear of the Lord, there's not very good wisdom these days. And listen to this part. And the knowledge of the holy is understanding. Well, that's for sure. The knowledge of the holy is understanding. Amen? Isaiah 5, verse 16. Isaiah 5, verse 16. But the Lord of hosts shall be exalted in judgment. You hear that? He's going to be exalted in judgment. And God that is holy shall be sanctified in righteousness. Do you hear this? The Lord of hosts will be exalted in judgment, and God that is holy shall be sanctified in righteousness. Amen? Worth repeating. Isaiah 6, 3. Isaiah 6, 3. One cried unto another and said, Holy! Holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory, glory to his holy name. Isaiah 29, verse 19. Isaiah 29, verse 19. The meek also shall increase their joy in the Lord, and the poor among men shall rejoice in the Holy One of Israel. The meek and poor are very special to the Lord. We too should care about and have mercy toward them. Amen. Joel 2, praise the name, the prophets oh, sharing the truth of God. Kodash, holy. Joel 2, verse 1. Blow ye the trumpet in Zion and sound of alarm on my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble. Hallelujah. God is shaking this world. For the day of the Lord cometh, for it is nigh at hand. And I'm telling you now, when Joel said that, it was a few thousand years back, 
Well, I can tell you for sure we are a lot closer to this coming than it was in Joel's day. I can tell you that now by the word of the Lord, very clear. We're in the last days, as God, Yahweh the Father said, I have spoken in these last days through my son, Yeshua, Hamashiach, Jesus. Praise his name. All right, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Not yet. And that is that. To sound a word of warning, a word of alertness, a day of the Lord coming. God have mercy. Now we move to the New Testament. Praise his name. Matthew 1.18. Let me get a drink. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now the birth of Jesus was on thy, on this wise when as his mother Mary was in spouse to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The promise had come. The first coming of our Savior and Lord. Matthew 3, verse 11. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. But he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. The fire of God is a pure holy fire. Amen. It will burn up the dross in our lives. It will burn up the, the, the flesh and, the, and the, it will. The Spirit of God present will not tolerate sin in the temple of God. He will clean the house like Jesus did. When Jesus put that nine, uh, put that uh, uh, cat of nine tails and start getting all those people out of the house of God saying, you made this place a place of merchandise and like the world. It's supposed to be a place of reverence in prayer. And that's what God expects in your house. I can tell you now, the Holy Spirit is cleaning house. Be ready. Be ready. Be alert. The Holy Spirit is cleaning house. Amen. Each one of us, as I speak to you, I'm speaking for myself too. Amen. Matthew 12, verse 31. Hallelujah to his name. Oh, Lord, yes. Yes, Lord. Wherefore I say unto you, all manner of sin and blaspheming shall be forgiven unto men, but the blaspheming against the Holy Spirit shall not be forgiven unto men. You do not ever blaspheme the Spirit of the living God. Very, very, very dangerous thing to do. God have mercy. Matthew 28, verse 19. Go ye therefore and teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. A lot of religions, denominations, forget the third one of the Godhead. Even thou, he is here on earth now, living in the hearts and mind of all of whom have faith, believe that he is in us, and leading us and guiding us every day. Amen? Mark 1, 24. Mark 1, 24, saying, Let us alone what we have to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth. Art thou come to destroy us? I know thee, who thou art, the Holy One of God. The demon, the evil spirit, and the devil himself recognize who Jesus is and say is to Holy One of God. Amen? Hallelujah. 
Mark 3, verse 29, praise his wonderful name. But he that blasphemes against the Holy Spirit have never forgiveness, but is in danger of eternal damnation. This is the rejecting the work of the Father through his Son, Jesus Christ, by his Holy Spirit working in the lives of men and women. Do not, I plead with you, do not reject what God is doing in your life, telling you that you need Jesus as Savior and Lord. You need Jesus to go to heaven for eternity and not hell and damnation. This is the blaspheming that Jesus is speaking about. Someplace in our lives, we will have to make this decision once for all to receive what Jesus did for you personally or reject it. Very cut and dry. Yea, Lord, or nay, Lord. God have mercy. Mark 6, verse 20. Mark 6, for Herod feared John, knowing that he was a just man and holy. Exerved him. When he heard him, he did many things, and he heard him gladly. John here was called just and holy. Why? Because he was set apart for God and served him only. Amen? Just as we are now, to be just, set apart, obeying the Lord. Amen? Very clear. Three scriptures about the Ruach Kadesh, the Holy Spirit. God's Spirit is holy. Acts 1 2. Until the day which he has taken, when he was taken up after, that he, that he through the Holy Spirit have given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen. Acts 1 verse 5. For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days hence. In Acts 1 8. But ye shall receive power. After the Holy Spirit come upon you, and ye shall be my witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and all Judea, in Samaria, and unto the other parts of the earth. When the Holy Spirit comes, you will receive power from on high. You will be witnesses too. Amen. As this was spoken to the apostles in the early church, he is still doing this in the body of Christ now. The body of Christ now. He is alive and well in the hearts of believers. By faith you receive from God. So in faith believe that God rewards those who believe him. He will give you gifts through his mighty Holy Spirit. Amen. Act verse 31, praise his name. When they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And they spake the word of God with boldness. Oh, praise his name. He's still doing that too. When we stood for Jesus because Jesus matters in Oklahoma City, when we prayed and prophesied, the ground was shaking. As the body of Christ stood for Jesus, worshipped Jesus, and stood for Jesus, the mighty Holy Spirit showed up. Amen? Romans 11, verse 16. For the first fruit be holy, 
The lump is also holy. If the root is holy, so are the branches. Holy, holy, holy. We are the branches. We are the branches too. Amen? Hallelujah. Romans 12, verse 1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God. And what is it? What is your reasonable service? That's a reasonable service. Amen? Romans 14, verse 17. Romans 14, verse 17. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Amen. Praise God. Joy in the Holy Spirit. Listen to this stern warning from the Word of God. 1 Corinthians 3, 17. If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy, which temple ye are. God have mercy. Be wise about what you do in your body. Be wise. The next section of scripture is Ephesian roll call for God, calling us holy. Listen to this. Be encouraged, brothers and sisters. Know who you are in Christ. Hallelujah. There's about four scriptures. I mean, oh, well, I'll take that. But there's about five, five, six. Uh, let's see. There's five or six scriptures of about this Ephesians. Praise his name. Ephesians 1, 4. Praise his name. According as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be called, that we be holy, be holy, and without blame before him in love. Amen. Ephesians 1.13, praise his name. In whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, your salvation, you hear God speaking, in whom also, after that ye believed, were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise, praise God. You've been sealed. Who can break God's seal? Can anyone out there tell me who can break God's seal? I don't think I want to try to break God. So far as I know, the seals on the uh, uh, scrolls in heaven are broken by one person. Who can? Who's the only one who can break the seal? Is it the Lamb of God? Is it Joshua HaMashiach? Amen. Ephesians 2.21 In whom all the building fitly framed together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. Amen. Ephesians 3, verse 5, which is the other ages was not made unto the sons of men as it is now revealed unto his holy apostles, prophets by the Spirit. Ephesians 4, verse, and grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. There it is again. There you are again, that we are sealed to the day of redemption, praise his name. Mm -hmm. So we've been sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, and we've been sealed unto the day of redemption. When do you think that day is? Do you think that that's when the Lord comes for his church, his bride? 
his beloved. Amen. Ephesians 5, verse 27. Last one, baby. That he might himself a glorious church, not having spots or wrinkles or any such thing, but that it should be holy without blemish. He's the only one that can make that possible. I can tell you that now. He's the only one who makes that possible. What can you say? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Be encouraged, brothers and sisters. You are his called sheen, chosen of the Lord, sealed by his Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh, remember that. Remember that when the devil tries to tell you different. Remember that when the world tries to put you down. Remember when they mock and scoff at you. Remember that, that you are chosen of the Lord, sealed by his Holy Spirit. All right, let's go to Colossians 1, 22. Colossians 1, 22. Praise his name. I pray you're being well fed tonight because <clears throat> these days and time, God's not uh, not giving us milk. He's giving us meat, amen, that we need meat in this time to grow up and mature as believers, to be strong for Christ. Stand for Jesus because Jesus matters and Jesus saves. Colossians 1.22, <clears throat> in the word of the Lord says, In the body of his flesh, in the body of his flesh through death, to present you holy. Listen to this. This is so powerful when I was doing this study. Understanding who we are and it's so humbling. In the body of his flesh, I'm excuse me, his flesh through death to present you, each one of you listening, you, sons and daughters of God, holy, unblameable, unreprovable in his sight. More. You are holy, unblameable, unreprovable in his sight. Amen? That should make people get excited, shout, or do something. Colossians 3.12. Put on, therefore, as elect of God, holy, beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, humblest of mind, meekness, long-suffering. Well, there you go, brothers and sisters. Understand that each day goes by, we get closer to God's return. The Lord's return, we all long for our homecoming. But as servants of God, that we are to be long-suffering, that many more can come to Christ. Amen? That we be a light and a witness that somebody will come to Christ. We say a word. We do something that would lead people to Christ. Amen? Oh, we don't want to see anybody go to hell. We don't want to see anybody lost for eternity. Amen? No family members, no co-workers, no friends. No acquaintances. No, no. You don't want no people to go there. We want them all to be saved. Even the Lord said that if, if, that all would want, he would want all to be saved. But they still, God gives free will, and they'll make choices just like the angels of heaven did. God have mercy. If they would only look for the truth, if they would look into the word of God right now, the spirit of God will show them the truth. The revelation is open the book. Go to Bible Gateway. Go to Bible Hub. Look at God's Word. Start in the book of John, one of the most beautiful books of the Bible of God's love. I would encourage you. 
Put on the character of God because you are children of God. Act like it. Live like it too. Amen. First Timothy two eight. First Timothy two eight. I will therefore that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. So brothers and sisters, if we worship and praise God, lift up your hands, that they are holy hands, that you do not have doubt, that you don't have unbelief, that you do not have anything against God, but you love him, and that you surrender all to him by lifting up your hands to him and worship and honor him. And God calls your hands holy, hands that are worshiping and honoring the Lord, that are set apart from this world and focus on Jesus. As you see Jesus sitting at the right hand of the Father. Hallelujah to your name, Lord. Glory to you, the mighty Lamb of God, the King of glory. We worship and honor you, Holy One. Hallelujah. Glory to Yahshua HaMashiach. Praise your wonderful name. Yes, Lord, you're glorious and mighty. And we focus on you. Hallelujah to your name. Holy hands. Praise his name. 2 Timothy 1, 9. 2 Timothy 1, 9. Who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. And that, that just blows your mind when you start thinking about that. I mean, that's way past our <laughs> understanding. It's only by the revelation of the Lord that we get this. Amen. A holy calling to us. Do you hear? Do we hear and follow our calling? I hope each one of you do, as brothers and sisters, uh, one of us do, brothers and sisters. Titus one eight. Titus one eight. But a lover of hospitality, a lover of men, sober, just, holy. Kodash, again, attributes of our God and Lord, sober, just, holy, and temperate, amen. Hebrews 3, 1. Hebrews 3, 1. You got it, baby? Okay. Just checking. Wherefore, holy brethren, your holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, your partakers of the heavenly calling, the, uh, consider the apostle and high priest of our profession, Christ Jesus. Holy brethren, the Lord calls us. So humbling. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hebrews 7:26. For such an high priest became became us who is holy, harmless, undefiled, separate from sin and made higher than the heavens. Our high priest, who is harmless, undefiled, separate from sinners, Jesus, Yeshua HaMashiach. Amen. Hallelujah. I mean, going through the study, brothers and sisters, do you see what kind of change when God comes into your life? Do you see what he calls you? <laughs> You're like Christ. Christ-like. You're Christ-like. Realizing that and applying it to your life. Getting a hold of that. Amen. Hebrews nine twelve. 
neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. Hallelujah. Jesus, Yeshua, entering the holy place by his pure holy blood for our eternal redemption. Amen. Praise his name. Hebrews 9, verse 24. Hebrews 9, verse 24. For Christ has not entered into the holy places made with hands, which are the figures of the true, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God for us. Glory to God. 1 Peter 1, 5. But as he which called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation. Put a guard over your lips. Be sure it's holy words. words, but holy words. The word of God. The fruit of the Spirit. Amen. First Peter 1.16 Because it is written, Be ye holy. For who is holy? For I am holy. There's another I am. The word of God says it clearly. Praise his name. You be Kodesh. You be holy. Amen. First Peter 2.5. First Peter 2.5. You also as lively stones, praise his name, are built up a spiritual house and a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Holy priesthood, you have been called to. 1 Peter 2.9 But ye are chosen generation. Praise his name. This is a powerful scripture. This is very encouraging. A royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him who have called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Light. Praise the Lord. Oh, that's a powerful one to remember. And the one the Lord's been showing a lot lately to encourage me. And I pray it's encouraging you. Second Peter 3.11. 3.11. Seeing that these things shall be dissolved. Whew, what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness? Holy conversation and godliness? Because what's going to happen? This world is going to be dissolved. Everything that is corrupted is going to be burned up. The only thing that's not going to be burned up is the incorruptible. You will be given a glorified body. And you will be able to go to heaven. But all this temporal stuff, this natural stuff is getting ready to be burned up. Don't be burned. Jude one twenty, Jude one twenty. But ye building up yourself on most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. What kind of faith are we to have? Most holy faith set apart from this world. You are to be different, not like this world or any religion. Amen? Revelations 3, 7. 
Oh, but there's that there's that numbers again. And that this is amen, this is a good one. And the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, These things saith he that is holy, he that is true, he that hath the key of David, he that openeth and no man shutteth, and shutteth and no man openeth. Revelation of Yeshua Jesus, glory to God. Revelations four eight. And the four beasts had each of them six wings about him, and they were full of eyes within, and the rest not day and night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. Holy worship from heaven, because he is holy, holy, holy. Amen. Leave you with this question from God's powerful word. Revelations 15, 4. Who shall not fear thee, O Lord, and glorify thy name? For thou art holy, for all nations shall come and worship before thee, for thy judgments are made manifest. Amen, amen. Amen, Kodash, holy. Praise his name. Hallelujah. Learn, learn this, brothers and sisters. Learn some of our Hebrew roots. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, praise his name. Praise his wonderful. Yes, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, 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 oh
and honor him. Glory to the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise his name. Oh, worship and honor him. What a glorious God we serve. What awesome revelation he is sharing with us. Amen. Well, bless each one of you. Praise God. Glory to his name. I know Sis House Mama 57 says uh, such worship and praise and revelation that came from the Lord as she worshiped the Lord with this song. Korash. Holy. In the powerful words of God and knowing who he is and calling forth that his name is holy and who he is. Who he is. Hallelujah. Well, brothers and sisters, now we move on to uh, Sis Brenda. And she's going to share a word about God's hope because a world that needs hope so much these days that she's bringing forth a word that the Lord has told her to share called God's hope. Amen. Listen up. Jesus name. Let me get you going, baby. We're down here. Let's go off here. Well, maybe. There we go. There you 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 go. Okay. Hi, everybody. So, share your vision? I'm, let, let's start with me talking about a dream that I have. Amen. Listen up to this, brother. Sister. I mean, I don't like to do a lot of dreams and visions. I like. I really like to uh, find sermons that uh, are powerful. But this dream that I had the other day was it, it, it had me crying. I mean, it absolutely. Buddy can testify. I was trembling. I was trembling. And anyway, it was different than anything I had ever felt. So I'm, I wrote down a little bit of it. Amen. So y'all can. I don't have I don't have uh, any scripture, but I know it's in, I know it is in the if it is in the Bible what it is. Amen. We're, we're still thinking about the possibility of part of it about scripture. Okay. Here, here's what here's here's this. I was looking at a beautiful scenery around me. There was mountains and valleys, and it was just, just uh, Thomas Kincaid picturesque kind of stuff. The color, the colors were dazzling to my eyes. When a believer in the, and I'm going to say this, the Kenneth Copeland Ministries was walking with a group of people and asked me, what time is it? And I told her, it is 8.15. And so, and I also was telling her how gorgeous this place is around me. How, I mean, and I was uh, asking her to come and look at this beautiful, uh, it was, um, like I said, it was just gorgeous, beautiful mountains and valleys and flowers and plants. It was just beautiful. I, I can't describe it. And then she pointed behind me and uh, on a hilltop and said, that is what I want. And it was a very large, beautiful mansion with large picture windows and tall columns around it. It was a very, it was very beautiful and very, you know, 
very, like I said, it was it was a beautiful mansion. And so as we was looking at this mansion, it started to crumble, and a large piece of 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 mortal mortar fell and hit me on, and I and, and I hit the ground. Now it didn't hurt me. But I acted like it did. I don't understand that. That 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 was the weird. That was very strange. That I acted like it. That it that it hurt me. But it did. But it didn't. And people were screaming and running around. Then the earth started to shake. Then, the mansion, this large picture. Okay, I know. Presence of the Lord. Give it the right words, baby. Give it the right words, Lord. Then the large picture window, it, 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 out, it fell out. It fell from the top to the bottom. It inside was this awful demon that was made up of like molten lava and it had I looked but it can claim this I do not watch anything anything ever that would I, I cannot I cannot do any kind of horror and anyway but this was a molten lava animal monster that and it started to come down and then it goes then it goes now it begins now it begins amen amen brothers and sisters and now it begins the demon or the devil himself was announcing but the stuff was falling was falling uh, falling apart and uh Sisters, is based on what I did uh, interpret it in a point, and you, the part you shared that the Lord spoke to you later and said, what were you looking at first? Yeah. Uh, what were you focused on? You were focused on, now listen to this, anyone that's listening to these prosperity pastors and these people that are, are looking for uh, uh, millennialism, that, that everything's going to get better, the church is going to take over this world and all. Listen to this clearly. And she was looking for the things of God and the beauty of, like, this house mama said, the mountain of God or things that are beautiful that God creates. And, and a, a person that follows Copeland, what was she looking at? She was looking at for a big fancy house here on earth. But look what happened. But, yes, dominion, that's right, uh, sis, link up. You're right. Dominion base, yes. And they were looking. And you look at, and you look at the, you look at the life of these people. They have big fancy homes and and jets and all this stuff, and they're all caught up. And, and uh, to see that she was looking at the house, but look what the what was happening in the dream. God is saying judgment is coming. The great and terrible day of the Lord is coming, and it's going to get ready to be like hell on earth. 
that the Lord is going to release the hordes of hell on this earth judgment. Oh, God have mercy. I know that one time I've said, and I, I shared with Brother Elby on here, that it's going to be like a combination of sci-fi and a horror movie, live and in color. No, it ain't going to be on a picture screen. It's going to be live and color in your face if you don't turn to the living God. It is right. It is time to get right with Jesus as this dream from Sis Brenda, from the Lord God, is sharing that the terrible days are coming. As the demon, the powerful demon saying, it now begins. And one thing about this uh, uh, 815, uh, we, uh, 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 Brother uh, Alan Horvath, he's a Messianic Jew, was sharing, and, and uh, I was, it, it caught me it, when he said something about the uh, uh, timing of the, uh, the difference in the Jewish calendar and the Hebrew calendar and the Gregorian calendar. But anyway, he was talking about something about Thanksgiving, and he was talking about something about Jerome Bone, and it talked about in the Word of God. I have to find it. I think it's like a Kings 12 something. But it said in the eighth month, in the 15th day, that uh, it was talking about something that man was doing instead of, of worshiping God, but he set up his own kind of worship. In that time, brothers and sisters, is based on the time that we celebrate Thanksgiving, that we celebrate Thanksgiving. That's right, Sister Link Up, I know. So be alert, brothers and sisters. God is speaking. He does speak through us through dreams and visions. He does speak through us through his word, and that we need to be alert and wise what he's saying as he talks to Sister Brenda and, and to anyone else that dreams and visions. But uh, as always, confirm it with the Lord. Pray about it. See what the Lord is saying. And we'll go from there, amen. That we, I mean, it, 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 it really, uh, it, I mean, it touched her. I mean, it was so real to her. It was so real. But the Lord wants his people to know there's no time to be playing around. This is serious business. All right. Let's get into the, the word of hope, amen. Because as believers, there is encouragement and hope for us. And anyone out there seeking this hope, you're going to hear about it, amen. All right, baby. This is from uh, Brother David Wilkerson, who is. Oh, the Lord for that sermon. He is with our He is with our Father God today, and but uh, his sermons are still just as anointed as they were from the day that he 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 first met them. Amen. This is from July of 2009, and it's called. The expectation of something good. Amen. We hear a lot about hope from politicians, from numerous books and types and other media. But what is offered in each of these messages don't seem to last. We may get fired up and encouraged by what we hear in such messages. Indeed, we may find ourselves refreshed and hopeful for a season, but what is offered isn't a fixed, isn't a fixed, experienced hope. It soon it fades away. The whole world yearns for a steadfast hope. The inner cry of multitudes around the globe right now is somebody somewhere, please give me some hope, something that will last. We long to hear some all-powerful, life-saving message of hope. We want a message that will lift 
us above all our fears and trials, something that will set us our feet firmly in steadfast hope. Many wonderful books have been written by people who maintained hope through their awful tragedies and hardships. Their testimonies encourage us, giving us faith, a great lift. But again, our hope fades whenever a severe trial arises in our life. The suffering is endured, dashed when steadfast hope we thought we had. Why? Hope is not a feeling. Tell me how many times has your expectation for something good failed you? Times has your human hope been crushed? How often have you felt like the Apostle Paul who said when he endured a hurricane at sea, all hope, all hope that we should be saved was taken, from, taken away? Paul tells us that the world has no hope. Paul wrote to the church of Thessalonica, sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. Second Thessalonians 4.13. Mm-hmm. By contrast, we as God's people have hope set before us. Which hope we have is an anchor of our soul, both sure and and diligence is the full assurance of the hope into the end. Likewise, Paul prays, now the God of hope will fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. According to Paul, when it comes to the subject of hope, the work of the Holy Spirit must be involved. So, how do we abound in hope? Paul prays for us to do. How do we rejoice in hope? How do we obtain the full assurance of it? A seed of hope is planted at salvation, of course, but there must be a maturing of hope as in our walk with Jesus. Paul outlines it for us, excuse me, Paul outlines for us the path of genuine hope. The book of Hebrews tells us we have hope that serves as an anchor, both sure and steadfast, and which in, endures in, with the, within the evil, the veil, excuse me. In short, the path of hope begins with being fully assured we are right with God. We're talking about the assurance that we have peace with God. And Paul supplies the assurance, declaring, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through the Lord Jesus Christ. In a famous old hymn of the church, the writer states, My hope is built on nothing less. The blood of Jesus is righteousness. Indeed, this is peace to believe God's promises that by faith in Christ's shed blood, he considers me righteous. Thank you, Lord. He does so even though I am not perfect. Amen. And his righteousness is confirmed 
on me, not by my any good I have done. It's all by faith. In fact, is you can have no settled peace, no true hope until you no longer waver about your acceptance in Christ. This acceptance is based on not what your flesh accuses you of being or what the devil accuses you of being. It is solely based on what God sees in you to be in Christ. Paul confirms our right standing with God through Christ. This is Romans 5 and 10. 5, 10. If we were enemies, we were reconciled by God, the death of his son, much more by reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And not only so, but we also joy. Boy, my nose is sorry, y'all. Well, I started crying, and then you know what that does to your everything else. You just you kind of, kind of everything kind of else kind of starts draining. Yeah. Sorry, folks. Too much information. I'm sorry. Yeah. This proves you're still uh, human. <laughs> and not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we are now. Receive the atonement. Nevertheless, our hearts condemn us when we fail, and it does. Though our hearts condemn us, we are told by John, if any man sin, we have an advocate Amen. with the Father, and that advocate is Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. The day before Christ was crucified, he washed his disciples' feet. He told those very imperfect men that he washed, he washed, he, imperfect men, he that is washed needed not save to wash his feet, but is cleansed every whit. And ye are clean, not all, not all but not all. John thirteen ten. Mm-hmm. You may wonder, how could you just say that these disciples were clean? Any casual online onlooker at the scene would have been astonished at Jesus' statement. The 11 men he spoke to had already displayed pride, unbelief, selfishness, ambitious, covetous, and vindictiveness. In fact is, Jesus made this statement about them because he had chosen them. He put them on the path to holiness. And it it was by grace. Jesus also knew what was in his disciples' heart. Despite their utter utter imperfection, moreover, he saw ahead to the time of brokenness and contriteness they they were about to enter. The Lord's own testimony is this. To this man will I look, even to him of the contrite spirit. That's Isaiah 66-2. Let's say I ask you to list all the sins that you have displayed 
uh, that, that these disciples have committed. I believe I could constantly say that you that you and I could have been guilty of all the same sins during certain seasons in our lifetime. Amen. Yet Jesus has the answer for us all. Being justified, justified. by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Amen. Jesus Amen. Christ. Praise the Lord. The path to hope leads to tri- uh, tribulation and many afflictions. Mm-hmm. The path towards hope is one of suffering, sorrow, and pain. That's right. It doesn't matter how pious, loving you are, if Christ is in you, you will become a partaker of his suffering. But rejoice as as in as much as you are partakers of Christ's suffering, Peter tells us plainly, rejoice in your suffering. And Paul says something similar. Rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Rejoice in suffering. This is one of those hard sayings of the scripture. Indeed, one of the hardest. Yet Paul goes on even further. And not only so, but we glory in tribulation also. Paul isn't talking of here about a shout or explanation we are to make despite our trial. Rather, what he's describing is simply being able to see Jesus in our trial, in spite of our very human fears. In spite of a situation that appears to be utterly hopeless, we can say, God will provide a way. Amen. Praise the Lord. Some Christians may claim the path of hope is simply this. My hope rests in Christ in me, the hope of glory. Amen. Very true. But if Christ is in us, he is going to lead us to, into the path that Paul describes. That's right. You see, the Holy Spirit wants our hope to be more than a theological a theological phrase. Right. It has to be a hope that is steadfast, with a sure foundation underneath it. In short, our hope is to be Christ in us. Our only hope. Here's the path that but. Paul. Here's the path that Paul gives us. First, there is a complete trust in being justified by Christ's blood. Second, this very confidence sets our souls at peace. Third, we have confidence that we have access to God's throne at any time, which means increasingly calling on the Lord with prayer, whereby we stand. Fourth, we begin to rejoice in the glory of the paradise that is, that is ours to come, in the hope of glory. There's that rejoicing again. I think the Lord wants to do some rejoicing. Rejoicing rejoice the Lord always again, I say rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always again, I say rejoice. Rejoice, Rejoice in the Lord always again, I say rejoice. Amen. Don't tell me to keep my 
day job, okay? Hey, he says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. We had a we had a man in our, our, our in our choir. He couldn't sing a lick of note, but he had a heart for God, and that's why he was up there. He was there to worship and honor the Lord. See, I wanted to I wanted to be a great singer for the Lord. So he made me a uh, caregiver at a uh, for the challenged adults. And you've been very good at it because of him. He knows he he knows exactly where we need to be, even though, like I said, I did I did want to make that joyful noise and it sounded better than a B flat. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, okay. Yes. We we glory in tribulations. Amen. It is one of the things to rejoice in the hope of heaven. It is something else entirely to rejoice in tribulations. Mm-hmm. And the notion of glorying in tribulation is impossible to the human mind. It becomes possible only to those who believe that God's word says about suffering that Christ is at work in us and in the midst of every trial. Paul explains the path this way. Tribulation worketh patience and patient ex- and patience experience and experience hope. Do you see tribulation accomplishes patience, patience flourishes experience, and experience accomplishes hope. Hey. There you go. Amen. The scripture. Let's read here real quick. Uh, Romans. Uh, this is James, right? Oh. Uh, count it all joy when I fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of my faith produces patience. When I let patience have its perfect work, become perfect and lacking in nothing. Okay, go ahead. Let me talk now about how experience accomplishes hope. God uses his people to dispense hope. When I personally need some measure of hope, I want to speak to someone I know, someone who has experienced with enduring tribulation and pain. I don't want someone who will offer me a hollow platitude such as, just hang in there, trust God, my suffering soul cannot be moved or touched by unfound words of human sympathy. Rather, I would love to talk for a half an hour with the believer who emailed me recently about having to watch his wife slowly die of Lou Gehrig's disease. As the man described to me the depth of his pain, he said, God is good. He is seeing me through. Indonesia, who has suffered physical pain for years, enduring one operation after that in vain, Despite her ongoing trial, she praises God and giving him glory for all things. Here's someone who has both patience and experience in the suffering of work's hope. My faith and hope are greatly encouraged by friends I know who are veterans of spiritual warfare. I have witnessed the many tribulations of such faithful friends, and I know that there's present suffering, sorrow, and pain. When I call them, I ask, how are you doing? 
I know the answer ahead of me and brings great hope to me. They do not take fake the responses. They are totally honest and they say, David, I'm really hurting. Sometimes the pain overwhelms me. At times I hurt so badly it brings me to tears. These saints are enduring the fire of affliction, yet there always comes from them a, a reassuring word. God is bringing me through. I know he is faithful, and I trust him, and I know he is with me. Almost every time I walk with them, these overcomers have a word for me. It is a word that is very real and lasting, something God has shown me with the death of their trial. Their steadfast faith in the midst of their suffering builds up my own faith amidst my own trial. As I encounter the steadfast faith of these saints, the Holy Spirit keeps reminding me of Deuteronomy 8, 2, and 3. Thou shalt remember all the ways which the Lord thy God led thee these 40 years in the wilderness. He humbled me and suffered thee no hunger and fed me with manna, which Thou knowest not, and he, thee know that men doth not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord, doth men live. I repeat these words throughout my days. I live by every word that proceedeth from the mouth of God. If God's words cannot be trusted, if the Bible is not the very inspired word of God, then life is vain. There could be no hope in the face of this earth. When the word of Deuteronomy came to Israel, conditions in the wilderness had become very scary for them. God had allowed them to experience pangs of hunger and thirst. And now from the very mouth of the Lord, we hear these words, humbled you. I allowed you to suffer hunger and thirst. It is, it's all because I sought you to make, you know, you can trust God who was going to let his people starve and die of thirst. He knew exactly what he was going to deliver them. Thus, it is all the more tragic that no one accepted, except Joshua and Caleb would take the stand and stay in faith, even if I die in the process. I will go on trusting. Though they slay me, yet I trust the Lord. To whom shall he, you Lord, you only, Lord, in the words of eternal life. Beloved, God has a plan for your deliverance. Mm-hmm. Our Lord knows how to deliver the afflicted. Oh, how we need the Holy Spirit to lead and comfort us in our trying time. Without his presence, his guidance, his outpouring of strength in our daily, on us daily, none of us can make it. No human determination, no settling in our mind to the task can survive the daily task we endure on the path. Daily, we must cast ourselves upon God revealed word and trust the Holy Spirit to make it 
become life to us. By the word of the Lord, the heaven made, and all the hosts of them, by the breath of his mouth, he spake, and it was done, and he commanded, that it, and it stood fast. If God created all things with his word and his breath, will he not in, the, in his time speak hope to you in your trial? Mm-hmm. He knows just how to bring such hope, real and lasting, sure and steadfast. I close with this word, rest in the Lord and wait patiently on him. May God make your experience become hope and life to you. Amen. Amen. And brothers and sisters, as uh, each one of us has testimony, uh, I would encourage you to go listen to Minister Paul Watchman on the Wall, his YouTube, and go listen to the message that he shared Wednesday. As he shared his testimony, and you understand where a man came from despair to hope in the Lord. It's a very powerful message. It's a very powerful message about being delivered from the spirit of fear. The Lord does not want his people in fear, but in love. Amen? Amen. So, brothers and sisters, as we finish this message, the hope in this song, hope in front of me. Hope is in front of you. Amen?
Praise his name. Praise his name. All right, brothers. Uh-oh. Uh, Brendan is going to be bringing the prayer declaration for our family and children. Amen. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Go ahead, baby. Here. This is a good one. Hoping God. Of my 
sow in stormy seas. My, by faith, I pass this spiritual capacity to my children. Their ability to hold on tight to the promise of God, no matter what happens in life. I believe that you will feel Joshua and Emma and Scotty and April and Jessica and Bobby and Veronica and what is his name? Oh, my God. Rudy, Carrie, and Zach, and Sven, and Susan, and Nathan, and Brett, and Dylan, and Brandon, Gracie, Michaela, and Skylar, with all joy and peace, and believing that he, that they may always abound in hope. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, as we both look forward to the blessed hope of your soon return, your very soon return, your immediately coming return, and the hope of the glory that resides within us. In the name of Jesus, we all say, Amen. Let it be so. I mean, 
a father and son, you know, just, I don't know if they're doing anything, but walking or just trying to live their life. And, and these crazy people have been told to do that. They seem like they follow men's ideas and the devil's uh, evil. Yeah. 
Hello. Has, can everybody hear? They should be able. You should be able to hear now. All right, brothers and sisters. Let's have a prayer for you before we leave. Okay, let me pray for you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise is one of a name. Hallelujah. God makes a way when there seems to be no way. Glory to his name that we're back here and that we can pray. Father God, we just pray for our brothers and sisters in Christ, oh Lord. We pray for blessings, Father. We pray for Bolderuk over your people, Lord. For each brother and sister here at the Lord's Hour and by phone and by blog talk and here in the chat room, bless our brothers and sisters. Bless the body of Christ, Father. Let the hope of God live within them. Father God, I just pray that we understand what holiness means and that we are to be set apart and walk in the ways of the Lord. Father God, I pray for my brother Don. Bless him, strengthen him, watch over him, let him look to the blessed hope and keep his eyes on Jesus, O Lord, and that he keeps watching and praying as a man of God and standing in the gap for his brothers and sisters in Christ. Father God, I pray for Brother Javon. Bless my brother. Lift him up, Father. We just thank you and just praise you for my brother. And, Lord, that he be a light and shine in the darkness in the people and the youth of where he's at, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We pray for healing upon his household, before his, before, upon his mom and his dad, and healing, Lord. That we would pray healing upon his mother. But she don't have to go through that surgery. That you're the great physician, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we pray for House Mama 57. We pray that you bless our sister, lift her up and strengthen her, Father. And we pray for her son, Matthew, Father. And we pray in the name of Jesus, you intervene and touch him, Lord, and heal him and renew him, Father. And whatever says House Mama wrote up, Father God, that you would watch over and protect him and will be with him in the name of Jesus. And, Father, we pray for Sis Lika. Lift her up, strengthen her, watch over, and protect her in the name of Jesus. We thank you for our brothers and sisters in Christ. We thank you for all at the Lord's hour, Father. We thank you for the body of Christ. But how will they know that we are Christians? By our love. And, Lord, that love that carries, Lord, with prayer. And love carries with support and concern. And, Lord, that we pray for these people in um Paris, oh, Father, this this terrible thing that happened. You said what happened when you shared what would happen in the end days. Well, Lord God, we just pray for the families and the lights there. And, Lord, that this will draw people to Christ and draw them away from this evil thing that they call a religion. God have mercy. It's out of the pit of hell. Lord God, we, we just pray for the nation of Israel and the terror that's going on there. And understand there is chaos in the world. But God is in control. He has not lost control. He prophesied all this would happen. And, Lord, we just pray for each brother and sister. We thank you for this time. We thank you for your word and revelation you have shared with us tonight, that your word is alive and sharper than any two-edged sword, getting into the marrow, into the bones of us, O oh Lord. And we just thank you and praise you for your love most of all, Lord. We thank you for love that was poured out that was red, ran red, and that your arms wide open shows the love you have for us at the cross. And, Lord, we just thank you and praise you for each brother and sisters. We thank you for the Lord's hour and say glory to God in the highest, amen and amen. Glory to the Lord, amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, amen, brothers and sisters. We thank you for each night. Glory to his wonderful name. And that uh, each one of you have a blessed night.
Keep looking up and keep watching for Jesus is coming. Maranatha, even so come, Lord Jesus, come. Amen. Bless you all. Good night. Shalom. Good night. And praise the Lord. Amen. Shalom. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You made a way. Thank you, Lord. You made a way. I'll tell you what, Larry.